You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to The Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So the focus of today's podcast is all about leadership, and I'm so excited to have an amazing guest with me, Mark Vela-Real. He is the author of Shortcuts Get You Lost. Welcome, Mark. Would you like to tell our group a little bit more about you? Well, thank you, Nancy, and I appreciate being on the show, and it's an honor. Uh, yes, uh, I am a big leadership advocate. I have a strong, strong passion for leadership. And I will say that early in my career, as I became a leader, I realized that the more I focused on other people's success, mine came naturally. So it really helped me develop within myself. Then how do I define people's objectives and goals? How do I build a roadmap to success for my people? And then over time, how do I teach future leaders how to do that as well? That is awesome. What do you think is the difference between leaders and managers? Well, sometimes you have managers that can be autocratic, uh, do as I say, not as I do. I think a true leader that is someone that leads with humility, and I preach when I talk about values, I put humility first, and I believe that humility is a strength and not a weakness. And it allows that leader to be genuine to their people, to understand their people's goals and objectives within their business, but also personally. And when you come across genuine to your people, they will follow you. People have an innate hunger, I would say, that they want to be led but they look for those true leaders that have that gift that can develop that. And I call it servant leadership. Uh, it's nothing new out there to an extent, but not all leaders serve their people. And that's why it's important on me to lead with a servant leadership style. I like that. So how did you come up with the name of your book, Shortcuts Get You Lost? You know, uh, it's a funny story, but I talk about my mom a lot. In fact, I have blogs out there on my website and on my LinkedIn profile, and I always share stories that I learned from my mother and how it's relevant to business today. So Shortcuts Get You Lost was a story about one time when I was coming home from school, and I used to always watch these kids that lived on my same street, but they would take a shortcut and they would get home sooner than I did. But I did not know that shortcut. And so one day I took it and I got lost. And I got scared. And then I had to backtrack out to where I started that shortcut. And I got home later, which my mom was first afraid. Then she was angry. And she taught me, mijo, the danger, and mijo means my son in Spanish, <laughs> the dangers of a shortcut is when you get lost, you have to backtrack to where you started, and it'll take you longer. 
And the bigger danger is had you had success, then you start taking other shortcuts in life. And shortcuts will get you lost. And that's where that title came from because I preach it when I uh, talk to leaders, when I build business plans. And I always talk about a roadmap to success. And I think, Nancy, you know as well as I do, it's important that we can give our people a roadmap to success, how to spend time on things or what's important and what's not important to put aside and how to recognize when you're straying from that roadmap and to get back on plan. Your mom was pretty insightful. So how do you tie this together into leadership? Everything that you learn as you're growing up from both your parents, but I always say, first of all, my mom was the best leadership coach who chose to be a housewife, and she took pride in that. But it relates to when people are strained. So whether it's sales or business process and people are you have a roadmap that they're supposed to follow, but they take a shortcut because maybe they want results quicker. They may have some success, but they may not have the full success that you could have had, and it makes them blind to it. It makes them uh, blind to, in sales, I'll give you an example, that you may have a quick sell, but not realize that because you took a shortcut, you don't understand that organizations who you sold, their whole objective, their whole plan. And so you're celebrating but you're blind to what you did not receive. So we use it in everything, whether a flow chart on how to map out your day to what things you give priorities to, and it really works strong in business. Very cool. So what is your favorite chapter of the book? Maybe the, the chapter with your favorite lesson. I would say my favorite chapter is Chapter 5 called The Current and the Rocks, and it's funny because it's another story, but... Uh, This was one that I use an example that people that go whitewater rafting, they're taught by the instructors to focus on the current and not the rocks. Because if you stare at the rocks, you'll stray towards them. And so I teach in that chapter that when you build roadmaps to success, how to keep your people focused on the currents and how to challenge them to make them stronger, how to raise the expectations and uh, how to lead them to where they will have that fun experience. If you've ever gone whitewater rafting and you have people that focus on the rocks, your experience is going to be a lot different than when you go whitewater rafting and you focus on the current and you have a nice, safe trip. I have gone whitewater rafting. I never thought about looking at the rocks or the current. So the current would make sense, right, because it basically lays out the path for you? Yes, it's the safe flow. So, you know, in the chapter, it talks about, first of all, yourself personally as a leader. Have you checked yourself in the mirror? Are you being genuine to your people? And then it talks about there's two views of success. Whose are you focusing on? Are you focusing on yours or are you focusing on your people? Because if you focus on your people and if their goals and objectives are built properly within the organization, then yours will come naturally. The The next part is, are you challenging your people and raising the expectations and holding them accountable? And that's where, uh, once again, another saying that my mom taught me was, if your climb was easy, you probably chose a hill instead of a mountain. And (laughs) so it's important for us to, sometimes we climb those hills and we can celebrate success, but are we really looking to those mountains that we want to accomplish things? That's cool. Now, you have a day job, right, versus being an entrepreneur? 
Uh, yes, I do. I've been in the current business I'm in for, I celebrated my 20 years uh, last February. Oh, congratulations. So are you a manager and leader in your current role? Yes, I'm a senior vice president, and so I've uh, managed several different aspects. And in this business, uh, we're what's a franchise organization, so I've been on the franchisee side and the franchisor side. Presently on the franchisee side, where we own 22 locations, so we're one of the bigger ownership groups. And so you know, I've managed a big portion of the organization. But what's exciting here is two people that reported to me two years ago are now equals to me on the executive team. And I take pride in that, that hopefully I had something to do with that and to help develop them. And that's where humility comes in because that should excite you. Uh, One of the owners of the business is someone that I hired and trained into the business many years ago. And once again, I, and I tell people, one of the best things you could ever do for your career is hire your future boss. Because when you do that, you train them, you develop them, the trust is there, and they they share your same values. Absolutely. Well, good for you for hitting 20 years, and good for you for promoting your peers. And I always like to think promote your replacement or find a replacement for yourself because that's the only way you can move on yourself to bigger stuff is when somebody can take on your work. Do you agree with that? I 100% agree. Some leaders are afraid to hire people smarter than them. I look for people that are smarter than me. And it's awesome when they can grow and you see them grow. But where you talk about when you can lead with humility, you want to learn from other people. And I always say that the day I stop learning is the day that I will die because I want to constantly learn. And that's why, you know, even after 20 years in this business, I I wrote a book and I'm working on my next book. And, you know, the things that I learn is just exciting. But you can learn from everybody. And it just really creates a great environment when people see that in, in genuine leadership. So where can people find your book? Is it available now? Uh, yes, it's currently on Amazon. Uh, it's uh, on barnesandnoble.com. Uh, it's also available on iTunes. And in Canada, it's available on kobo.com. So awesome. it's out there. <laughs> so. Very cool. And when people get your book, what is the one takeaway you want them to remember? If there's nothing else that they learn from the book, what is the one message? I think the biggest message would be everything is built on a foundation of the right values and principles. And if you don't have the right values and principles, then things will go astray. So it's important that you first define what values and principles that you want to manage and grow your organization by and that you live them every day. And that everything else, every decision is built upon that. Your vision, your mission statement, and you point back to it. But then why humility is important, because if for a, a moment you don't live a value, you have the humility to say, I apologize. I had this value. I didn't live it. But because of humility being a value, I'm correcting it right here. When you do that, everything else builds strong, and you build that stronger foundation that things can survive. I totally agree. I have four values myself. They are decisiveness, persevere, simplicity, and fun. So you told us about humility is one of yours. What, do you have any other ones? Well, I think that uh, 
I'd like to think that I have ethics as a value, uh, integrity. I always talk about that people that say that they have integrity as a value, but if someone dropped $5 out of their pocket and they don't tell them, then they just didn't live their value. So you know, I go down to that very foundation and then respect. And respect's important because I have a saying here, and once again, it came from my mother, but it's everyone's a 10 because I think it's very important that we show respect to every employee, whether they make it with us or whether they do not. And some of our best customers are former employees that weren't successful with us, but it's because we had the right environment, the right culture of respect, and so they just understand it wasn't for them. That totally makes sense. So let me ask you my fun question that I ask everybody on my podcast. If you had one more hour in your day, how would you spend it? Well, it's funny because I'm a man of faith, so I would spend it in the Bible. Um, recently, my wife said, I noticed that you're getting up earlier every morning. And I said, well, because I need my God time. And if I had one more hour, I, that's where I would direct it. And... Uh, then perfect. let the rest guide me from there. That's perfect. Yeah, even just meditating is really helpful for people to kind of set their day. So good for you. I like that answer. And then is there anything else you want to add that I didn't think to ask you, either about your book, your business, your life? Well, I would just say that it's an exciting time in business and in leadership. Uh, you know, we've had great leaders out there, great people that write books. You know, I'm a big John Maxwell fan, and uh, there's there's others, One Minute Manager, where it talks about catching people doing something right. I just think that it's real important that we as leaders just look for those that want to be led, especially with this millennial age, because they are truly looking to be led. And I think that we need to recognize that and give them the time. Great. Those are great parting words. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. You gave some valuable tips, some great advice. You inspired me and some new things too. Thank you for your time. Listeners, you can find our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you're looking for ways to structure your day with more systems, I just created an amazing report, 100 Systems You Must Have to Boost Your Results. You can find it at nancygaines.com slash systems. Until next time, Go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.